Tim's kinda dumb, let's help him get smart, it's time to teach Tim stuff. Hey, welcome to Time to Teach Tim. Let me get in frame here. How's it going, guys? Uh, we got Dan Caprio in the house today, in my parents' house specifically, and uh, he's gonna teach us how to make sauce, good Italian sauce. Sauce, not gravy. <laughs> so, step one is sauce, well... Have you been making sauce a while? Like long, long time. I can't even. God, probably close to twenty years. Twenty years of sauce making experience. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna move the light so you don't have to duck under it. Yeah, I apologize again for my Eric Estrada hair. It's very windy today. <laughs> yeah, it is crazy windy today. I am in frame, right? You said. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. As long as I you're on mic, like... you're in frame. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and like. Anybody who actually does watch this after the, the yoga episode, I'm sure they know that we're just doing our best. All right? So we might look at you, we might not. You're going to have to deal with it. All right, back to sauce. We can always go to those still pics that we took before the episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're going to post all the ingredients, mm -hmm. um, but I think we should really just get right into it. Yeah, this is a... This is a pretty simplified. I mean, you can do a lot of. Feel free to add, you know, your own. I was thinking about adding like carrots and uh, a few other things to maybe like make a sweeter kind of sauce, but not necessary. This is a modified version of uh, a basic sauce that I make. Uh, I thought it'd be, you know, fairly easy to transport. Yeah. Here, yeah. Uh, but I. Um, I got these. I normally just use uh, tomato sauce, but these uh, these ones sound. In my opinion, these are the best kind of tomatoes. Uh, San Marzano to use. Ooh. These are chopped in puree, and they chopped. already have sea salt, so we won't have to add too much salt. All right, chopped, uh, not crushed, huh? Chopped. Right. You could use crushed uh, puree <laughs> yeah. or just regular tomato sauce. Regular tomato sauce has a lot of salt in it already. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes a lot of sugar. Yeah, I've been too. yeah, I've been using puree, um, and trying to get uh, less salt or no salt because yeah. then you can you know control how much. Right. We're gonna put a little uh, crack salt in there. I got these. Uh, they're fire roasted tomatoes. Um, I normally use you know like non-salted tomatoes but i like i've been really Ooh, digging the, uh, the fire, fire roast thing? yeah and this has garlic in it so instead of chopping garlic up cut that out already uh if you do use garlic uh use like two to five uh right. cloves mince that up real nice depending on how much garlic some people don't like garlic <laughs> if you don't want to use garlic don't use garlic what's the scene from uh what's that famous movie where they're slicing the garlic with a razor good blade? fellas when they're in, when they're in jail yeah he's using a razor yeah uh, well they had time <laughs> and two onions not too many don't don't put too many onions in the sauce uh i got some rotel uh it has green chilies i normally do put some kind of pepper oh, yeah. like a hotter pepper in figured diced already more tomatoes yeah. that's good and to thicken it up i like my sauce uh uh thicker we're gonna use this whole little can of tomato paste some people like to use the regular size to my opinion that's too much yeah. unless you're making you know if you're making sauce for a lot of people exponentially you know just add yeah. you know however many big cans and then for i'd like to use for each of these one of these all right, that's or idea. you could even do two and one of these. Yeah, but it's gonna make it nice and thick. 
So this this isn't just any sauce. This is your sauce. This is mine. Yeah, it's a modified uh, recipe of uh, my mom who got it from my grandfather. So it's so this is old old Italian. Yeah, this is sort of like his, but not so much. I modified it, but you know, it's for your show. So this is a you know got marjoram. Uh, Normally use oregano, but these are my go-to spices: marjoram and paprika. I like using these in every recipe I make now. Hmm. Pretty unique. What is Majora? I've never heard of Majora. It's like a sweeter oregano, in my opinion. Oh, all right. Hmm. It's easy to find, too. Oh, all right. Yeah, I've never heard that before. And paprika, it comes hot or, you know, like sweet. I like the hot better. Yeah. I'm sensing a trend. Yes. <laughs> it's not going to be... This is not going to be that spicy, though. Like yeah. I said, I would normally put, like, a jalapeno, a long Italian finger pepper... Uh, a serrano de-seeded yeah. um cubanel which isn't really that hot but like you know like anaheim uh poblano really anything any kind of peppers but <laughs> today we're just using one uh medium-sized green bell pepper this doesn't have really any heat yeah, at all yeah. so it's for the uh it's a lot of peppers more of, more of like the basic it's a lot of peppers i didn't know existed Oh, yeah, and there's tons more, like uh, red chilies, green chilies. Uh, there's green chilies in the Rotel, but it's the regular Rotel. It's not really. Yeah. They make it pretty free. The other one has habanero. We're not using habaneros <laughs> too much. Uh, I'm using two. These are like small to medium-sized onions. You could use one large white or one large yellow. Um, sometimes I use red onions, but like I said, the red are more you know spicy. And they tend to like get like uh, kind of mushy when you put yeah. them in like sauce like this. Yeah, I've, I like uh, them anyway. Yeah. I like to mix onions up, so I would normally use like one of these and a regular size red onion. But today, just the yellow. Yeah, I have a, a friend who's a chef, and he always told me the red are for when you're not cooking the onions, and the, the white onions or yellow onions are for when you're cooking them. That is correct. Yeah. I cook with the red onions anyway because yeah. I like I like the yeah. the snappy they're, they're flavor. They're good in a lot of things. I think cooked. And don't forget the olive oil. Yeah, it's all about that. the olive oil baby. and the salt and pepper. But that's you know. Basic, yeah. This yeah. Is and we're not gonna awkward. we're not gonna use that much of those uh, mm. anyway. It's just it's just really like for added uh, the gusto. Uh, mm. a cool uh, trick with uh, potatoes too that I learned to uh, when you're making mashed potatoes, mix different kinds of potatoes together, like Yukon Gold, Russet, and um, and Red. If you put all those together, it's really freaking good. You mm. gotta mash because they're all have like kind of different consistencies. You gotta mash them really well. Yeah. That's pretty good cool. trick, man. Yeah, I never would have. And put whole to do cloves that. of garlic in with those mashed potatoes. Whole, whole cloves. Don't even chop it up. Tear it in half with your hand. Just throw it right in. All right. I do have right. sauce sometimes too, but <laughs> again, we're not making a huge mess. Yeah. I'm trying to keep your kitchen as clean as possible. That's that's you know a lot of people are like, oh, it's a sin to use like canned, you know, like yeah. anything. Where? That's what I've been doing. Like my yeah. grandfather used uh, tutoroso. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this is 2021. Lay off us. We don't have fresh tomatoes. We're not Rockefeller with tomatoes. Right. And if it has salt in it already, you're saving yourself, you yeah. know, like an extra step, then you could scale, you know, scale that down. Yeah. All right. So, where where do you start? I start generally by putting probably let's say that's about a 
tablespoon, but we're going to do a little bit more just in case. There we go. It's a little bit more than a tablespoon. This is extra virgin olive oil. This works. Uh, if you have regular olive oil, that's good too. Try not to use anything like super, um, super th like thin. Because uh, we're going to cook this sauce for about an hour. So you want to right. make sure the uh, oil's at a certain consistency. Yeah. And just so you know, when you come over here, you're off mic. So you can either pull that in with you or I'll just hand you. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. Let's, let's do this. Let's move it a little closer for you. How's that? Yeah. That's good. Yeah, that, that'll pick it up. Yeah. Okay. Uh, first thing, I would normally put the garlic in there. But there's we, garlic in here already. Yeah. Don't have to do that. So we're going to do the onions first. Can the camera see me as I chop these? Uh, pretty. It, I mean, it's capturing the counter. If you if you want to learn how to chop an onion, <laughs> you're not going to learn. And here. I'll I'll <laughs> I'll preface by saying this: the way I I learn how to chop vegetables is most definitely probably incorrect. <laughs> I've done say, it. You've already messed up. <laughs> well, when I used to work at the Greek restaurant, uh. I used to, you know, prep food and whatnot. And the head chef saw me, and he never really told me I was, like, that incorrect. Yeah. So it, it's it got to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I trust him because he's the best head chef I ever worked for. Yeah, my, my friend... Shout out Costa at Mykonos. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Mykonos. I like that name. <laughs> yeah. Not spelled like the island, though. It has a... I think they did... <laughs> I think they did... Well, they said they did it on purpose to yeah. kind of differentiate... But it is in tribute to the island. Thank you. Yeah, be sure and have a toss out. Meal. Yeah, toss yeah. out your leftovers. Little onion bits. Correctly. Yeah. Like I said, I want to make a. I'm gonna make a mess on somebody else's house. <laughs> and uh, my parents and I appreciate that because I I would have to clean it. So. Yeah, my friend showed me once like the the like proper way to cut an onion, and I was like, I think this is more dangerous. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know the 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 correct you know in quotations correct way. I'm always worried about slicing my fingers off, and this knife seems like it's pretty sharp. So yeah, my dad. Yeah, I'm gonna correct. I'm gonna do it the way I know. How to. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I remember he's like, yeah, I cut a slit in it this way and then that way. Oh, yeah, I'm not doing go, that. Chop, 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 chop. <laughs> yeah, I was like, ah, you have to do it that way. I don't. I can do Let's it, see whatever. I know how to turn your stove on. Uh, so you're going to go light and then you can go. Okay, yeah, let's take the, yeah, probably around six. That's good. All right, we're getting the, getting the oil warm around six. Mm-hmm. And this, like I said, this doesn't have to be... I like a more kind of like chunky sauce anyway, so these don't have to be like perfectly yeah. cut. Now, is this the kind of sauce, you know, you make... You're, maybe you're having date night at home. Yes. Mm-hmm. This is a good date night sauce. Mm-hmm. Do you... Uh, do you ever try like cooking for a lady like within the first couple dates or something? Normally by date two or three. Date two or three, you're already cooking for yeah. her. I gotta you hear say, that, ladies. It is normally met with, "Oh wow, uh, this is not uh, something I'm used to." So, a lot of Richard Dwecks of the world out there, guys that don't know how to cook. He can't even make a freaking omelet. Well, not an omelet, but he when you can't make scrambled eggs correctly, I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> I can. You can make scrambled eggs in the microwave. I don't trust him around. I wouldn't trust him around your microwave. True. Ooh, nice little sizzle. Hold on, let's get some of that on Mike. Mic that up. 
like I said, normally there would already be garlic in there. It is not a super necessity, so it will be added later. So we're getting the onions in there. We're going to sweat these down for a few minutes. I'm going to add salt and pepper to the onions. Then I'm going to add a little bit more when I put the uh, bell pepper in there. All right. So there's a little bit of salt. Two, three, four, five, six. I'm just going to check on something real quick. I'm very superstitious, so I count how many. Yeah, that's actually... There we go. No, that's good, though, to be super... If you're making a specific recipe, it's not... So much superstitious, right? It's well, plus I don't want to make the... people sick either, so I try and stay on the good yeah. side of superstition. Huh. I gotta say, man, with all those years of uh, making wings, never had a... Uh... Thank God, man. Yeah. Very thorough on cooking chicken. Yeah, that was something cool, because like, coming into the comedy scene late, you get to find out about things that like people have done. And that is the one thing people will talk about, that wing mic. Now, were you were running it out of your house? Laughing Hill Hotel. Yes. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, uh, this... When was it? When did I stop? February is... Uh, so this... If everything was like normal, uh, this past February would have been... I started in 2015, so wow, that would have been six years, man. Wow. About a six-year party. Yeah, but it, it, it'll be... It'll be back. I'm not giving like a, a specific time frame. Yeah. Let's turn that down a little bit. Yeah, there's one thing. Pete, do you need me to like move them around a little uh, bit? So? I, yeah, you could give them one more stir while I'm doing this. That's cool. Uh, when when I was telling people that you're teaching me how to do sauce, everyone's like, "Oh, he's not teaching you how to do wings." <laughs> I was like, "Why is he good at wings?" Wings would so be. So many people would be like, "Yes, he is good at wings." Yeah, but like I said, it, dude, it's 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 a ton of raw chicken, and yeah. uh, like I said, man, I don't want to make a. <laughs> Plus, I like to grill. I like to broil, then grill my wings or deep fry them. Mm. Logistically, that's not gonna. Yeah. That's not gonna work in this kitchen. Yeah. I'm not gonna bring my uh my deep fryer is not that big, obviously, but. Not gonna work, <laughs> and I do miss using it too. Yeah, that's nice though. You got a deep fryer. Yeah, man, gifted by uh, a former employee of Mykonos. His uh, his brother was moving to friggin' like near Canada, so he had to get rid of you know like things like quickly. Yeah, and he he just like you know he was like looking through his garage, and he's like, "Do you know anybody who, at work who would want to use this?" And he's like, "I know a guy who makes wings all the time. He's gonna <laughs> love this." such a cool like out of nowhere present man i appreciate it okay so we got the bell pepper chopped this is what it looks that's like what it looks like like one medium-sized yeah. pepper all, right. all going it's like in. almost like a, i'd say three quarters of a cup to a cup uh yeah this is this is definitely a cup and probably a cup of onions so that was two uh, medium to small yellow onions, so that would equal a cup. One cup dice, one cup dice. Mm -hmm. onions and, and these peppers. are just approximate measurements. Like yeah. I said, like let's say you're making sauce for like 10 people, you would probably want to double this. Yeah. All right. This is like good for like four, five. Yeah. Without good. question, enough for two. <laughs> so we're going to put a little bit more salt. More pepper. Stir that, turn it up a little bit. 
I'm gonna yeah, close that for baby. a minute or two more. Get nice and together. There we go. All right. Get a little picture of that bad boy. Get these guys in here ready. I think the one thing that will be obvious uh, from recording this podcast is I do not cook ever. <laughs> you never do. I have cooked. I've I've actually like one of my jobs. Like I was a short order cook. Oh, so you got, yeah, you got some experience. I don't cook. My dad's a, my dad's a really good cook, so we just kind of let him kill it, and I benefit from it. So. <laughs> yeah, man. I never. I, that's the thing. Like I would always see my dad. Uh, he wasn't. He wasn't a cook. No. Nah. Well, like traditionally, it's the woman. Although role. he did make a really mean uh, pasta vazul, pasta vazul soup. What is pasta? I've have no, said pasta vazul a million times. Like a, I don't know what it is. It's like a bean tomato macaroni kind of soup. Oh, all right. Traditional Italian. I've made it before. It's really. It's good. It's good for winter time. Yeah. But this, this is good anytime. Yeah. So we're gonna take uh, those uh, fire roasted tomatoes with garlic and put that in there. All right. Ooh. I'm going to rinse the can out and put just a little bit of water in there, too. Yeah. All right. Very good. Not too much. Just a little. Just a little bit. It smells good already, folks. Yeah, this is, like I say, this is even better the next day, without question. Hmm. Normally, are you like a slow cook the sauce? Oh, yeah, I would normally make this for like three to six, seven hours. But again, that's not yeah, that's not necessary. <laughs> it's just how I like it. Let's turn up the heat. Yeah, so we're at about a, a six, like three quarters heat. <laughs> yeah, we're on a... Seven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's let that go for a minute or two. Yeah, man. I can't even believe it. Twenty years, like you know, making chilies, sauces. Uh, I started making more like uh, chicken and like meat dishes. You know, like mm -hmm. like when I moved. When I moved into my first uh, apartment that I shared with my brother, like it was just me and him. I got sick of eating fast food, like, yeah. for everything. So I'm like, I got to learn how to, like, make more things yeah. for myself. Because I'm just going to freaking, my blood pressure is going to be freaking through the roof. Then you realize you're spending, like, $20 per meal. That and you're too. like, wait, this isn't working out. <laughs> and eventually, so now we're going to put the uh, San Marzano chopped tomatoes in here. And I like to stir it as I put it in. Uh, oh, sure it doesn't splash too bad. <laughs> um... Yeah, man, I, I started, like, learning how to make things better than fast food places. Yeah, so. yeah that's, uh, like, the one time I lived away from home, we we had the oldest <laughs> oven still functioning. Mm -hmm. Like, this thing, literally, you could maybe bake a loaf of bread in it. That's how tiny the actual oven itself was. Good God. So we learned how to use the cooktop for, like, everything. And, uh... A lot of the times I was working overnights mm. during then, so a lot of the times I would just like pretty much cook either alone, just something quick that I can do on a skillet, mm -hmm. 
Or I would get fast food. <laughs> well, technically the diner. I would just go to the diner all the time and then bring food home. You know how long it's been since I've eaten fast food? I don't know. December of 2012. I made an early wow. New Year's resolution. Yeah, man. I, yeah, people generally like, they're like, you know, shocked at it. And I haven't broke it. Like, I came close a couple of times because, like, Taco Bell was calling me a few nights, but yeah. I didn't give in to that temptation. Well, Taco Bell's, like, the healthiest fast food there is. A lot of people don't want to hear that, but really. Yeah, but I think that's the one I got food poisoning from the most. Uh, Different kinds of food poisoning. Yeah. It's not, like, cleanly produced. But not the is. one I used to. Not, none of the ones I used to go to. Mm-mm. Well, if you're going to pay people $8 an hour to make tacos. And have them there uh, for, like. 10 hours a day yeah. when they're not supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, and like I said, I learned how to make different things on that menu, in my opinion, better. Yeah. So we're going to throw the diced tomatoes and chilies in there now. So this is definitely going to be, uh, like I said, on the thicker side of, of the sauce. Yeah, it already looks... Well, it's looking... I'll take a picture here. It's looking a little... I'm going to put a little, little watery. But yeah, it's all going to cook down. Now, like, what's your go-to pasta with a type of sauce like this? I have it here. I can actually show it. This is my new go-to favorite. I never used to use it before. But, Mosticelli, it's a smooth penne. Instead of the ridges, it's a... Ooh, I'm going to take a picture of this. Now, like, do you really do you feel like you you find there's a difference between the smooth and the ridged? I just like I don't know. I just, just like, like it better. Yeah. It's something it, like I got so used to like you know, uh, penne regatta and uh, like ziti. Like I've been eating that my whole life. This is different, and it's good at soaking up. You know, yeah, soaking that sauce. Yeah, so I really enjoy when the pasta like really soaks it up instead of just kind of sits with it. Try it. You'll. I think you'll like it. Do you think that all pasta shapes taste the same? No, because it depends on... Because you can get, like, whole wheat pasta now. You can get, like... I've seen chickpea, uh, lentil pasta. There's pasta that's red-tinged. Yeah. It's, you know, like, the the whole wheat's more like a a brown. Yeah. Um, Because I've definitely seen... I tend to just go with the regular, you know... But if you're... Like I said, like, this this sauce is, is vegan... But if you make that, it's no longer like a vegan yeah. meal. So yeah, then you would you know get some get some chickpea pasta, try it out. Get some yeah. uh, get some lentil pasta. That actually sounds good. I haven't I, I've had chickpea pasta, but the lentil one I haven't tried yet. Yeah. So I'm kind of yeah, because yeah, like there's like a big argument online that like the same pasta in a different shape tastes different. I, if you buy the same brand, it's probably going to taste you yeah know, pretty yeah, similar. There, that's what I think. Like that argument is just make sure ridiculous. it's not stale. <laughs> my roommate's a chef and I like you know like I notice you know sometimes while I'm at the stove like his pasta is off to the side I'm like this is most definitely stale it's just in an open I keep mine in airtight containers huh. and his is just like in the in the it's still in the box but there's nothing sealing it and the box is just open uh, right. and I'm like he hasn't made pasta in a while man that box has just been like that there's pasta. Does pasta really go bad like that? They can get stale. Yeah, all right. I'll take your word for it, but I'm not bagging up my pasta. 
That's where I take a stand. I see. I put uh, my tomato paste in by the uh, teaspoon like this. Because if you put it in all at once, I think it thickens up too fast. So I just put it in little by little, stir it. Because the heat is still, it's still pretty high right now. So you want to thicken it up slow, right? Yeah. I mean, as slow as possible. I know we're... Uh, yeah, we're on a time constraint right now. Like normally, I would just put that in, leave it for like twenty minutes, then put it, you know, like that. But for right now, I'm probably going to do it every few minutes. Yeah. I I recently heard. Speaking of thickening things up slow, I recently heard one of the most disturbing uh, fetishes that people have. Oh yeah. Is for women who like to be fed. And fattened up. Oh, yeah, I think by... you got a bit on that. <laughs> no, uh, Brian St. John was telling me about it. Where... Oh, yeah, the, the authority on this kind of yeah. stuff. <laughs> where, yeah, you can go online and find women who are looking for, like, I think it's called, like, fat daddies or fattening daddies or Wonderful. something. Yeah, I mean, like, if you can make money just feeding a woman, that sounds pretty good. It seems like a waste for this, though. <laughs> well, this is force this, feed of monsticelli and spoonfuls. Is, spoonfuls this is, is a non-fattening sauce. Yeah, really. Right? I mean, yeah, it's fairly. I mean, we, we didn't really use that much oil either. No, yeah, we didn't add sugar or anything to it. Now that it's starting to simmer, we're gonna put the uh, marjoram. Is gonna be about a tablespoon going in. A tablespoon. All right, I'll there take a go. picture. Before you stir. Also, I didn't bring it with me, but I normally do put either fresh basil leaves or whatever you have on hand. I don't have any fresh, but I do have um, dry basil. That goes in at the very end. All right. Well, about we, the last 15 minutes of we cooking. We got a little basil. Okay, if so if you want, we in. can put that in there too. And then uh, about a teaspoon and a half of paprika. All right. I would take a picture, but that's not going to translate because yeah. it's already red. So we got the spices in there. Then we'll put another another one of these as I stir this in. Mm. Mm. Yeah, man. So, uh, I mean, you used to do the sauce mic too, mm. uh, which was probably named after this sauce. If I'm yeah, not... this was the, uh, what do you call it? Uh, unofficial mascot with this uh, apron. <laughs> Now, are you, you and Carl were discussing a sauce off. <clears throat> that was supposed to happen in October. Yeah. Um, well, COVID also got in the way of all that. This and this is no slam against Carl because he'll probably be watching this under some some kind of alias. Alias, yeah. It might <laughs> it might be Lloyd watching. It might be Rod Curtin. Um, I gotta say, uh. I hope, I hope sometimes gets some, no sometimes he <laughs> may book thing like too many things at once like the idea the idea is fantastic yeah. the time frame we need to think out yeah. like we'll probably have to do it this coming summer yeah. which is better in my yeah. opinion yeah okay it's really starting to simmer now so we can put it we could lower the temperature right. so right now it's at three. So you don't was it a, a seven or eight? Yeah. So it was starting to almost boil a little bit. Correct. So that's yeah. why you're turning. Yeah. You don't down. want it, you don't want it to like pop too much because yeah. you know you got a white stove and a white. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you want it to sound like this, 
God, I hope that picks up. Yeah. <laughs> also, whoever uses this mic next, it's going to be like, is this an Italian's mic? <laughs> Been recording in a restaurant, buddy. Well, speaking about booking a bunch of things, you've got something booked, Otterly Ridiculous. You're going to be filming or recording uh, mm -hmm. a special hour at Brighton Bar. I believe it's being filmed, too. Uh, it's going to be through the good graces of VJ Preziosi. He's got a bunch of new film equipment that he wants to... Nice. It has been using, and it looks good. So I told him, hey, man, yeah. Yeah. Then that's going to be on... May 20th. May. I want, I want to say March 2021. 20. I wanted to say March 20th. No, nah, like, you're thinking not... of Godzilla vs. Kong. That's coming out March 21st. <laughs> so May 20th, Brighton Bar. Uh, are you going to be doing tickets online, tickets at the door? Yeah, I've been thinking about putting it on Eventbrite, but that, that month. You know, yeah, like, yeah, I'll put it up like May yeah. 1st. Uh, you could definitely purchase tickets at the door. They're going to be uh, $7 a pop. Nice. God bless the Brighton Bar letting us do all our crazy things. Yeah, they let me. There. I booked that back in um, December before I went out to California. That, you know, I wanted to make sure that I solidified, like, you know, just in case, yeah. you know, like things in society change or if they start booking, like, a lot of shows in yeah. May, I'm like, I don't want to be, you know, yeah, out of the SOL, loop. yeah. Because my comedy anniversary is May 8th. And my birthday is June 9th, so I wanted to put the show in between those dates. And May 20th is right in the middle. Yeah. And, that's and it's before Memorial Day weekend, which is very important. Because if I had a Memorial Day weekend, I don't think that would, I don't think that would be too <laughs> Yeah, no, well, idea. yeah. That's the weird thing. Like, I don't know. I've never gone through a summer of comedy yet, an actual one. Because my only summer was uh, pandemic summer. mm so, like, I'm interested to see, like, what crowds are like in a summer where things are open. Not that we'll be full capacity this summer, but we'll be closer than we are now, at least, to full. I got to say, man, having a birthday in the summer, I tend to, like, you know, summer's my favorite time. <clears throat> but for comedy, in my opinion, uh, the best time to do comedy is January, the months of January and February. Hmm. Those are like some of my best memories I've ever had. Some of the best attended shows, some like a lot of the best crowds. I think it's because look at the time frame. It's after Christmas, it's after New Year. And then it's before, you know, like spring. Even like right now is still good yeah. for comedy. Weather's bad. It's cold outside. Sports are done, especially after uh, the Super Bowl's done. Oh, uh, yeah. You don't Sunday. really have demand for like going out and watching, you know, like a lot of sports at once. Yeah. Uh, no one's really like having like outdoor like cookouts and grills yeah. like in January and February. So you couple all that together with the fact that you can go to a comedy show by yourself in a group, mm -hmm. in a work group, on a date. It's versatile and it's indoors. Yeah. And even if it's not, like, you know, with the pandemic, they got heat lamps outside a lot yeah, of places. Yeah. Also, a lot of these places are doing, like, really good, like, drink and food deals now, especially since they want, like, you know, yeah. to get people, you know, back inside. Yeah. So there you go. You can make a whole night out of it rather than just being, like, you know, you're in New York City. It's like, oh, let's go to a restaurant and this and that and that. Just, yeah. just go to a comedy club. Have some wings. Yeah. yeah like, I... I I've been to, I actually prefer to go to comedy shows by myself. Mm -hmm. uh, 
back when I was going to a lot of them. Like, I would just go because, like, I can just focus on what's going on. I like the the experience of it in that way. Whenever I go to, like, a comedy show with, like, a friend, it's usually some comedian that I recommended to them so that I'm, uh. you never know. Like, are they, do they, do you think this person's funny? Like, please, like think they're funny because this is going to be a terrible car ride home from ac if you don't <laughs> i like to surprise my dates by saying we're, we're going to a comedy show but it's an open mic and then they just watch me bomb <laughs> i've done that several times and i haven't learned yeah no I, i'm not at the point where i'm like hey come watch me bomb uh i don't think i'd be comfortable with oh that. yeah i just say it outright because <laughs> then when you kill they're like oh i didn't expect that I've seen a couple guys like completely bomb with a like a date or like the first time the girl sees them do comedy. I've been made fun of by you know like hosts I know uh, when I used to go to Stress Factor you know I could take dates there too yeah. like Gordon Baker Bone or, or uh, uh, Joey Massaro shout out Joey Massaro he really uh, got his digs in one time and I bom- I bombed bad and after that date. Uh, she asked, she's like, so when can I see you again? I'm like, after that? <laughs> really surprising, man. I guess because I didn't, I didn't crack on, yeah, st- like yeah. I didn't crack under pressure on stage and I wasn't in a bad mood afterwards. Oh, so yeah, just like, so it's, it's, do you realize how many times I bombed like at the stress factory alone? Like I bombed on shows there. Ooh. Yeah. I, Valentine's day. That was, that was the last uh, show. Valentine's day, 2018. Unfortunately, that was the last time I performed on a show at the Stress Factory. And uh, I've never been on that stage. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't recommend. I don't recommend that's your first. <laughs> if, if that's going to be your first stage to, to, to bomb on, don't, yeah. No, I don't bomb there first. Yeah, nah. Bomb in South Amboy. It's close to home. Well, I'm hoping I don't bomb in South Amboy. This is a, this podcast is probably actually coming out. I got a show tonight. Uh, the 21st in South Amboy, RTB, Bob Levy, me, Elazar Guzman, producing and hosting. No, hosting is Dan Caprio. Yeah. And late, late addition to that show. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> but, um, although I really, I really don't know. Like, was he, was he maybe that was, maybe that or, was the, the point or all along. was it just like, he was trying to get Bob Levy like the entire time. Like he had everybody else in mind. He's like, I have to solidify freaking Bob Levy yeah. <laughs> before the show is is put on a flyer. And the flyer looks awesome, by yeah. the way. Um, well, yeah, you found out at the same time I found out about it. Um, oh, all right. So then so, I don't feel as bad. <laughs> so you're hosting me, Angela Sharp, mm-hmm. uh, Elazar. And that, yeah, that yeah. should be it. And then. Of course, Bob Levy, mm-hmm. Reverend or not Reverend, I'm not sure. He, well, that's what it says on the flyer. I, I am going to definitely check what he wants yes. me to use his credential. I know yes. he doesn't want me to mention Howard Stern, so yeah. I will not do that. Which is how most people I've talked to as far as the show know him, but that's fine. Everyone's got a past, and whether they want to acknowledge it or not is up to them. I saw Bob Levy and Artie Lang Memorial Day weekend 2014, so I could s- safely say Bob Levy's freaking hilarious. Yeah, yeah, that's what everyone... Well, he did not want to shake my hand after that show. I don't th- really think he wanted to shake anybody's hand, to tell you the truth. <laughs> everyone's been they asking me. They packed that freaking place, man. Where there is it? There was not one seat left. Trust Factory. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. Memorial Day weekend, man. No, I'd, and I never... I saw Tom Green there, but it wasn't that... 
it was I think it was sold out, but it wasn't it wasn't sold out to the point where like it was like literally standing yeah. room and you weren't even supposed to be standing. Yeah. I've been to two types of sold out shows at, at Stress Factory. There was uh who was it? Shane Gillis sold out, which was pretty sold out. Post SNL controversy? Yeah. Hell yeah. But then I went to Joey Diaz sold out at oh. the Stress Factory, and it was a different type of sold out. Uh, like, it was like, oh, we're going to put a chair on top of your chair. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't, that there's already, like, the way that the tables are set up in there, and this isn't like a slamming as a Stress Factory, but, like, a lot of times it's like if you have to get up for anything, it feels like you're like knocking into something, yeah. especially when it's that congested. Yeah, but and, will... and then you have to kind of like mambo your way just to like go take a you know go to the yeah. bathroom. But I will say I prefer to be in the audience of shows like that versus shows where it's like now or spaced out. I like I like hearing people laugh on me. <laughs> like I like to feel a part of a a group experiencing it. Hell yeah, man. spaced out. Stress Factory's killing it. Love them. You guys are doing great. You have my, all my favorite comedians come by. <laughs> Again, not a slam on the Stress Factory, but uh, the Bob Levy and uh, Artie Lang show. I got to say, didn't really need a 45-minute uh, Vinny Brand opener. <laughs> and by Vinny Brand opener, I mean Vinny Brand opened the show yeah. by doing a feature set times three. That's the perks of owning a club, baby. I would be okay with 15 minutes, <laughs> not, not 45 <laughs> Five of them were just advertisements. Yeah. Well, get up there and, and get a little bit of a roll. Get a little bit of a laugh going and then tell me you're not be like, yeah, I'm going to do 45. <laughs> I was thinking about leaving, but. <laughs> if I owned a comedy club, I'd be up there. I'd be doing like an open mic with my sold out crowd and be like pitching. Like, how would you guys think about this? What else? What else? Uh... <laughs> well, speaking of extended sets, I've been to uh, open mics before where, you know, like normally they're well attended, like, uh one at the uh college that's uh near where i live generally like i've been in front of like 60 to 100 people audience there sometimes sometimes there's three people yeah. which is annoying you know like because yeah, it's like it's friday night it's free you figure like people would be dying to go you know perform there one time i showed up it's like three comedians one got so mad that there was like no audience there he talked bad about the mic for like five minutes left and i I'm trying to. Th I think I saw I him a few that. times. After I never saw him there again. Yeah. I went up and did 45 un uninterrupted minutes. Yeah, I had all that. I had to work out a bunch yeah. of stuff. That's the thing. So like, that's the weird. Like when you're hosting things, finding the balance of like, well, I also want to work on stuff, mm -hmm. but like, uh, I want to keep the energy in the room. Yeah, it's like a. It's very difficult. And I, that's why I've been trying to, like, host anything I can, like, as mm -hmm. far as, like, um, Aaron and Josh let me host the, the Wawa bunch. So I just want to learn how to improvise a middle, you know, like, get that skill down. Because, like, that's very much a skill, like, hosting mm -hmm. as far as keeping energy going. And uh, whether it's a mic or a show, it's necessary. Amen. Yeah. And, uh... That's what I loved about the sauce. You come up, you just riff on whatever somebody else just said and lead it right into the next one. Cause most of the time at that mic, you had like 30 people up, 10 people oh, in man. the... <laughs> the 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 year anniversary show man I had to I had to cap that list yeah there were still people I'm trying to think of I think I got on on that one 
But that was fun because, like, that was the first time I got to see, like, a bunch of people do an extended set, like Alyssa and Jordan. Yeah, I shouldn't have done the first, uh, what was it, the first six people that were in, yeah. you know, like, they were, they were early. I gave 12-minute sets. Oh, I thought that was just, uh, like, they were booked on the, as an No, no, it was just for, like, the year anniversary. I thought about doing something special. I think that might have been why there were a good amount of people there or just, you know. yeah. Like I said, dude, uh, Jan- what was that? January 3rd, uh, 2020, a few months before the lockdown. Yep. It was probably like my second open mic there. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, man, I miss that place. Yeah. Good tight room. I mean, it's still there, but <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. We'll, we'll be it, back. It'll be back. Yeah. Sauce Mike can't die. Yeah. For as many people as were intimidated by like the way that I host... Because I think people will go there and they're not familiar with how much I really dig in on Rich and other people I know. Yeah. Or if I'm like, <clears throat> there's like a lot of like insight. Like, Liam and I argue while we're out in public. Yeah. It's it's like a work. It's like a wrestling work. It's not that like we're, we're just angry at each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that's the thing, too. Like, a lot of people come into open mics. Like, all right. So, for example, when I started coming to Brighton Bar, it was right after the Roche roast of richard dweck mm. i remember seeing the flyer and going wow this richard dweck has all these people roasting him he mm. must be like quite the comedian he must be like king of the scene down here i can't wait to meet him right and then, and then what? <laughs> <laughs> you just see him and it's like oh this guy did a lot of bringer shows on oh, that makes sense yeah I, I was introduced to him by i think angelo bringing him up he's like mm. And something we just had a roast to this guy, Richard Dweck, and he goes up on stage. He's like, "Silly gooses," and I'm like, "This, this is the." By the way, I still hate that bit. And Rich, I'm coming for you at the end of this month. Comedy Fight Club, March 28th. Oh yeah! Shout out Mark Henley. I pray to God that date doesn't get changed. Because that's yeah. that's another another date in March, man. Is I'm that going to be? It. Does he? Do you know if that's going to be a Brighton? I believe that's thing? a. I believe. It's a bright. You know, yeah. I could. Those have been fun at Brighton. You know what? Why don't you give that yeah. a little stir? Oh, stir. And I will check, because he just, like I said, Ooh. he just. Uh, yep, Brighton Bar, three twenty-eight. Yeah, yeah, it's really thickening up now. That's and nice. since we got probably about fifteen minutes left to cook, why don't you? You said you had some uh, uh, dried basil. Yeah, yeah. Let's get that. All right, perfect. Spice drawer, basil. Cool. Yeah. Bit, a little bit of basil. And we will put in, uh, that's about, let's do a teaspoon of that. A teaspoon mm-hmm. of basil. And if it was like, let's say it was like two cans, do a tablespoon. Yeah. That's the thing I never understood with teaspoons and tablespoons. Like, why is it the teaspoon just half and I tell the you, when I When I started, <laughs> um, I would measure things out very precisely. Now, I'm just, you know, like using a palm you know, palm my hand and yeah. eyeballing things. Well, you get a feel for it, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and a lot of times it, it changes too. Like sometimes I want spicy. Sometimes I don't want any salt. Sometimes I want a ton of freaking pepper. It all depends. Yeah. All depends. This on one we're spi- keeping it. We're keeping it as simple as possible. Yeah. All depends. And it's, on- and it's thickening up really nicely. Yeah. So it's yeah. still on. It's not quite on low, but it's, you know, yeah. since we're, Trying to make it in in an hour, I kept it around. Let's see the flame. Yeah, that's a. It's perfect. For so the it, it's steaming, not boiling. No, not even close. To like boiling. this is the sound. 
Yeah. You really don't want to boil. There's no sound. Yeah. You really want to boil it. Yeah. You want the sugars and the tomatoes to break down nice and slow mm-hmm. over you wanna, time. You want to heat it enough to where, like, in the beginning when we had the peppers, onions, and then I put the um, the fire-roasted tomatoes in with the garlic, you want to cook that. And then as you add the ingredients, you want to turn that down. Yeah. Like, if you were putting meatballs in, you put that in, like, now, and then pour some, like, wine or some more liquid in there, then turn it up real, you know, like... evaporate you know like uh, you know um get as much like loose liquid out as possible and as long as you keep stirring it i mean that really thickens it up yeah yeah i would love to put meatballs in there right now (laughs) what do you ever do like the traditional like start with pork like cooking the pork and then isn't that how like like yeah like sometimes i would uh slice it uh like i'd have like a rope sausage slice that into coins put it in like a separate pan cook that or you know you could broil it grill it that's my favorite uh and then cook the meatballs i cook the meatballs um to where they're almost done not completely done then finish them in the sauce all right yeah i wish i wish uh smell of vision existed this is nice I'm trying to figure yeah, feel out. free to rip this recipe off and make it for your uh, stress factory date. <laughs> so that way, if you bomb, you know they got this nice memory to <laughs> try to cancel out the, the the freshest one. Yeah, and not I'm not that funny, but my sauce, Mamma Mia, <laughs> you know. What is the the worst uh, the worst date you've ever had? Was it the the bombing or? No, that day, that that day, day was... <laughs> no, take, just take that bomb out. It's still a great date. Because like, like I said, even though I bombed on stage, still didn't... I wasn't in a bad mood. I'm like, it, if she wasn't here, the exact same thing would have happened. Because yeah, I was still... Yeah. Like, when I got on stage, I wasn't like, you know, trying to impress, you know, like... Yeah, you know, and, lo- and like yeah, mugging her and, yeah. you know, like being like, huh, huh? I'm like, I'm just, and I didn't change the material up either. It's like, it's not like I'm being like, I'm on a date now, you know. Hey, I'm yeah, yeah. I'm just doing the material that I wrote that week, you know. Yeah, I, I still don't think I'd be, I'd be that brave for like at least another year to be like, hey, I just you thought should... it, I just saw the worst date. Uh, it was with a it was with a girl I was working with at the time, and this venue doesn't even exist underneath this name anymore. It was it used to be called Katmandu in Trenton. It's like a dance club slash like warehouse bar kind of deal. And <laughs> this Jesus, I'm dating myself. When Revenge of the Sith came out, it was like still this was when it was in theaters. All right. And she this should include me in immediately. She was going to that first with her friends. Then she was coming by herself to meet me at Katmandu. Cause it's near in proximity to where, yeah. like close to you know where we both were living at the time and i had been there you know like on weird nights anyway yeah. so i'm like I'm, I'm familiar with this place you know and i all i wanted to do was like this was like an early day too so it was just like keeping it like yeah, drinks. yeah. she's she's already like an hour late uh, and i'm i'm like not in a good mood at that point because i'm like i'm there alone you know like i'm just yeah. waiting so when she finally got there 
I'm like, oh, you're finally, you know, like here. We're like, we, we talk for maybe, maybe 15 minutes. She sees this group of people like in the corner and she's like, I just want to say hello to them like real fast. She disappears for a half hour. And I'm like, uh, I'm not about to go like, you know, like looking around for her. Yeah. And like take her away from a, what if she hasn't seen these people in a long time? I'm like, don't get mad, but I'm yeah. only waiting like not that much. So she comes back after that and apologizes. She's like, I, I'm, I'm really sorry. I haven't seen those people in like six, at least six months. We just got you yeah. know, to, to talk. They bought me a drink or whatever. I'm like, it's not, it's not like it's a group of like dudes but yeah. it's like it's like a yeah. mixed group. So I'm like, it, it makes sense. <laughs> this happens again with now it's just two or three guys in a group oh. on the other side that she notices. So as soon as that happens, I'm like, this isn't this isn't flying right here. Yeah. And I wait. I think I waited about fifth, no more than twenty minutes, and I shouldn't even waited that long. Finished up, left. Yeah, no sauce for you. No, nope, didn't didn't tell her. Uh, didn't text. Nothing. Yeah. I, and then the next day, it's like, I'm sorry. I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah. That not like, I can't really say I had fun at any point during that date. Cause even the times like where we were uninterrupted talking is loud music. There's people like, yeah. kind of like, you know, bumping in your back and like yeah. elbowing you. And like, all we were really talking about was a movie I hadn't seen yet. And like, work and just <laughs> mundane time. I didn't get to know her. Yeah, yeah. That's the worst. It's dude, the whole date like was terrible. And like I'm like I didn't spend like that much money, but like all the money I spent was totally wasted. Yeah, yeah. Cuz you just the thing much... I had to pay to get in, too. Uh jeez. Yeah. You you and you're buying yourself drinks and then Yeah, and it was like like I said, dude, loud, busy. Yeah. I hate loud. And I'm like I'm like I was thinking about, I'm like, I could be talking to like, you know, like, but I'm like, no, I'm on a focus, man. Come yeah. on. Yeah. This is the thing. Like, I hate going to bars or anything to, for like date wise. Cause like, I want to talk. I want to hear what you have to say. And I, I never, even like hanging out at bars, like after Mike's, like we're hanging out at Brighton, Mike wraps up and then Sean yeah. turns on the music super loud. I'm like. Oh, I want to bullshit with people, but I can't hear them. So yeah, I, I hate outside. like like after a comedy open mic. How about just no music? Like, can one bar after. just do no music? Yeah, because it's uh, not like the bar fills up. Yeah, <laughs> after the month, it's like all right, everybody. That's well, how it is in a uh, freaking RTB. Yeah, like after yeah. The, I remember, man. After that mic, there would be like beer pong, like. In, and I mean immediately, like a minute after that mic ends, there's like I'm like these people weren't here, yeah, literally thirty seconds ago. I don't think they're doing that anymore. I don't think they really can. But uh, dude, beer pong, if you really break it down, is pretty nasty yeah. already. Yeah. And then you add in like the restrictions. It's, yeah. it's a no go, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I had a, I had a similar date. Uh, went on a date with a girl, picked her up for a Devils game. Okay. Sporting. Wait, wait, wait. Is she a fan of like hockey at all? She she ice skated. She was an ice skater. (laughs) She could appreciate Uh, that, I guess, like watching them. She she feigned interest in it when I was like talking to her about like the date. I I was like, hey, because like you can talk at at at, like a hockey game. You can interact. Like it's not. (sighs) So yeah, there's definitely boring parts. Talk. Yeah. There's, you know, there's sometimes se- not a damn thing. 
there's people like you get into fights and then they're like, all right, we gotta, yeah. you know. And then there's when the Zamboni's going. Yeah, you could talk then too. That's yeah. at least five minutes each pass. Seventeen minutes. Yeah, in, in between periods. So uh, that too. So I go to pick her up, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm in the car, and she's like, "All right, yeah, I'll be right out." And then like fifteen twenty minutes go You're by. Just outside, wait. I'm just hanging out, and like we're on a schedule. Like the game starts at seven thirty. Exactly. And you probably didn't get there that significantly early to get her, right? No, no, I I got there with enough time to park, <laughs> you know, walk to the stadium. Yeah, you guys aren't going to get coffee before. Yeah, anything. we're not. You know, we're not going to catch warm ups or anything. Right. You know, so we're hanging out. Uh, I'm in the car. Twenty. I'm like, do I text her? Because I don't want to be like, come on, we got to go. I don't want to be that guy. Right. So I say, hey, uh, you know, how, about everything okay? Mm-hmm. Twenty minutes. You said you'd be right out. Yeah, uh, I'm just getting dressed or something. I was like, all right, this is not... Not like... We're supposed to be leaving. Yeah, so like... I'm like, all right, well... You know, no rush, because I want to be a nice guy. But there is a rush. Yeah, but, but there's point. a rush. She's like, she knows there's a rush. Okay. Uh, She gets in the car, mm-hmm. like... You're going to Devil's Game, you yeah. said? Okay, so where where does she live in proximity like where the Devil's play? Uh, it's like a half hour drive. Yeah, I was gonna say like you're gonna be driving for like a half yeah. hour. So okay, you're already yeah, you're definitely already late. So I sit in the car for like 55 minutes before she comes out. After you had yeah confirmed, so it took her 55 minutes to just get dressed. Yeah. So now I'm like, all right, so we're definitely not doing warm ups, but we we still we got enough time to get there on time. Yeah. Kinda, not really. We we parked. The game had started. There was two goals scored in the first minute of this game. Devils or their uh, opponents? Both. It was back and forth. Oh, so it's it's a yeah. It's 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 already exciting, and you missed it yeah, already. Yeah. So we get up to the stadium, and she's like, "Can we? Can I just like have a cigarette first? And I'm like, "All right, yeah." Like I smoked at the time, so like I get it. We're about to be in there for three hours. Oh, okay. We we spent about a half hour smoking. Before. Well, you at least like you know, yeah, and struck like, up a conversation. You but, didn't just watch her chain smoke. Yeah, yeah. But so like we're talking, like <laughs> you're ha- just like listening to people scream inside the, <laughs> like having a decent time, <laughs> and uh, we I check my phone before we go in to get right. like the tickets, and the score is uh. Five to two. Oh my god! Just like a freaking <laughs> battleground in there, and you're, and you're just like, yeah. yeah so uh, man, you really like those uh, Parliament lights, huh? So we missed. You the... know, there's a game going on right here <laughs> that I really wanted to watch most of. Missed the entire. I missed a very important piece of this uh, developing puzzle. Yeah. Entire first period we missed. So did she finally like get you know get on her? It's like oh we gotta go inside now. We yeah I was kind of I, I kind of made I was like we gotta my friend and you you're paying for the tickets. Well so here's the thing I paid for the tickets. Mm-hmm. My friend was a season ticket member. Okay. He gave me his free upgrade, so he took my seats. I took his seats for the date. That's sweet. Yeah, sweet guy, amazing guy. So we're so you're missing good a good seated game. We're fifth row, Jesus. in the corner where the devils shoot twice. <laughs> Hopefully, there's nobody in your seat already. No, no. Good. Uh, we get to the seat. Second period, she wants to do face swap on Snapchat. 
So <laughs> yeah. No man, this day. So is, I'm like, this day I'm is like, awful. I'm like looking in the phone, but also watching the game. <laughs> so like, it's not swapping my face at all because I'm like at this point, I'm just like I'm paying attention to the game. We we used all our talking time. Yeah. Uh, in the in the phone, I see the guy behind me like hitting his wife, like making fun of like us because uh, we're sitting there. <laughs> you'll be on the freaking <laughs> So, uh, but the day was great. Uh, no, it really, I can't believe that. The the rest of it went fine. We we BS. Oh, I was praying for like a really bad like ending. No, it was like just, somebody like well, get, gets into a brawl and like falls on her and like just gets soaked with beer. No, no, like uh, that happened to me and my brother at a Phillies game. Yeah. These two drunken like nutcases were behind us and they were going crazy and they spilled like two entire like glasses of beer on my brother oh, my dad Jesus. was about to kill these guys and they dude this was in philly too they they saw that like they spilled it on kids they were like choir boys they're like we they i think they um i think they bought my brother a hat and something some other like money transaction because yeah. my dad was like not having that so everything got smoothed out yeah yeah that could have been real but he my dad would have killed both those guys though <laughs> but uh yeah it doesn't sound like uh you're dead <laughs> with any uh well any beer spillage you know and like she eventually went to rehab for the obvious xanax addiction oh. and uh <laughs> oh yeah she wasn't addicted to hockey obviously yeah i my theory is she like was like getting ready <laughs> getting ready to go i was like i'm nervous i'm gonna just take a little more xanax than i normally would Oh, and then that, that's she probably, probably why she was so late. She probably like was like just either napping or just completely out of it. She, oh, like, wait, uh, at the game? Uh, well, no. She she woke up for like <laughs> while we were inside. I think the cold air kind of was like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then uh, she fell asleep on the ride home. But we had discussed going to IHOP. Oh yeah, bad <laughs> sign. So I, I I stopped at the diner <laughs> and I right. was like, hey, psst, hey. <laughs> It's like you still want to get food? We're, yeah, we're here. Because I had given up on it as a date at this point. I was like, "This is not a date." <laughs> no, you're not looking to. You're not I'm looking for round two. I'm just hanging out with my buddy who's having a rough night. <laughs> uh, did you know her that well? Like, I, I we had mutual friends and okay. that kind of. It thing. wasn't like a coworker, like my date. No, no, yeah, yeah. Because I wanted to use the date to get to know her better outside of an environment where we're constantly like we can't have long conversations yeah. we're freaking work yeah this sauce is looking good nice and yeah, thick it uh what what are we looking at uh time wise uh because okay. i forgot exactly when probably around like uh 2 30 right is when we started yeah so we're at 58 minutes okay so yeah this could this can go another this could go another 10 minutes yeah and then it'll, it'll be totally done yeah like I said, basil at the end. So this is when you would start your pasta. And you know what? I'm going to put a little bit more because I like fresh yeah, cracked little, black pepper. A little finishing pepper. Yeah. Normally I put more in. But then again, normally I'd put like a whole poblano in there, a long Italian finger pepper. Like I said, you know, like a serrano if I'm going nuts. Mm-mm. Hell, maybe even a, a habanero. Ooh. And... If I want to make it real crazy, I have this, um, I could barely even eat it, man. It's it's hot sauces, so I shouldn't have eaten it last night, too. I was putting it on a sandwich. It's so hot, like my friend warned me. He's like, this is the hottest hot sauce I've ever had, and he's crazy with hot sauce. 
And he's like, you have to be really careful with this. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I don't know, man. My tolerance is like freaking. Yeah. I think being indoor, you know, like with, with the whole like lockdown thing, I went through so much of my backlog of hot sauce. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, I'm home so much <laughs> now, and I'm making a lot of food. Yeah. So I'm like just adding it to stuff I wouldn't normally add it to. Let me let me ask you a question. Would you ever put out your own line of hot sauce? Probably, yeah. If it was, I know uh, a former coworker who does that. I bought three on my birthday. He hooked me up with an extra bottle. Dog on it hot sauce. Check him out on Instagram. Dog on it, all one word. They make hand, you know, you know, like uh, homemade hot sauces and like the regular. They they got the regular size uh, bottles. Um, they're like what are they like eight ounce and uh, no, and yeah, like yeah, the yeah. smaller ones. Yeah, yeah the but pocket. they go from like brutal hot down to like almost no heat so yeah. it's it's a great it's great for everybody there is a, a comedian at a show i went to over the summer who had his own hot sauce and was selling it like merch after oh yeah the show yeah and i would I, definitely buy that at first when i first heard it i was like <clears throat> oh this guy's got merch mm. and then at the end of the show like he sold like three cases of it he got the bs like with with people yeah so he's building the fan base mm-hmm. And and making money. I was yeah, like, even oh, if his sauce really isn't that good, you don't forget that. Yeah. In in fact, I think it's it probably better if the sauce isn't good because then it's just gonna sit in there for forever, and then you're gonna see his name all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. It's like, like yeah, oh, if you use it because sometimes I go through a bottle in like a few weeks, under a month, and I toss it. You know, yeah. that guy's bottle I would save though. Yeah. I have the, the rarest hot sauces, like s- stuff name. I can't really find. I rinse the bottles out and save them. So that I like, yeah, have a me- or take a picture at least. Yeah. Do you remember that guy's name by any chance? No. Uh, oh man, uh, dude, I would, I would definitely buy that. Yeah, he's from California. Danny Braff had him on a show. Oh, it was uh, it was. Oh, so he's not definitely not a a local. He hot ne- sauce he's guy. not a yeah. He's not a local. Well, I think he might have been like moving to New Jersey or something. Mm. Um, but yeah, uh, pretty funny comedian. You know. Uh, but yeah, I just remember the hot sauce. I'll I'll try to look up his name, but uh, he's good. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I would like to have my own hot sauce. But then again, I'd make it like ridiculous. I'd I'd like try to up the ante like too much, and it <laughs> well, did- well, that's what it. You would have different levels of it. Like one would be like not really ridiculous. One would be kind of ridiculous, yeah. and then one and then would be, be utterly, utterly ridiculous. ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think I only I, I'd only have I only have two modes. Like when I host, it's like the <laughs> the middle of the road. Like I'm trying to have everybody's needs met, kind of host, and then I'm angry at Richard Dweck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's no, you know, yeah. that's it. Yeah, stop and go. <laughs> Uh, I think you should. I think you should get hard to work on utterly ridiculous hot sauce. Another goal. May twentieth. I definitely. Yeah, I'd definitely be able to sell that too. Yeah. At shows. Yeah. Let's buy a whole bunch of Cholula and then we'll just label it as utterly ridiculous and then charge double. That's yeah. That's the thing too. I'm not gonna like reuse bottles. Like I'd have to mm-hmm. like sterilize bottles and do it like oh yeah if you're making homemade code you know, yeah. yeah that's a whole because they told me like how they make it and i'm like i would not want to do that on a regular basis because yeah. they make 
they make big freaking batches of this well, it's stuff. A commercial industry, then you have the FDA involved. They sell it online, yeah. And I mean, he came out. This was, um, you know, months after the the quarantine happened. You know, uh, I think it was like a couple days after my birthday, and he just came right to my house. I was like, "Thank you, man." So good. They live in Ewing, so it's all yeah. good. <laughs> but I didn't expect that. I was ready to go through the mail. That's pretty pretty rad. I have that only doing have one that, bottle though. left too. It's the hottest one. I'm like halfway through it. Mm-hmm. I killed those other bottles. So stock them up. Dog on it. Dog on it. Oh, stock them up. Dog on it. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> I like the name. Well, it looks like uh, you know what? Let me um, let me give a little. Yeah, yeah. Let's. That's what it's well, looking here, like. Here's we'll we'll get we'll get deep in there. Oh, you're just gonna. Yeah, yeah. Well, you want to bring that. Uh, no, actually, I'll keep it right there. So, look in here, nice and thick. Mm-hmm. It's got a, a good solid, like, it's not like a overly spicy smell as far as, like, basil or oregano or anything like that. It's just Why don't a you try solid... a Because it's, it's pretty much, yeah, right on time. All right, taste testing. That's just like a good classic sauce. I'm gonna. Uh, I like the like, spoon. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I don't think it needs anything. Like all the trouble, like. It's got a little tingle of spice to it, but mm-hmm. not nothing overbearing. Good, good it's thick got, consistency. Yeah, the tomato's got a little chunk to it still. Mm-hmm. The onion is is melts in your in your mouth. No crunch yeah, on the you onion. Really can't, I mean, you can't really see the onion. It's uh, it's pretty translucent at this yeah. point. And yeah, like mm, it um, delicious. If you're if you're making it for more people, just you know, tend to double the ingredients. Yeah. Don't go too crazy though. I mean, don't put like I said, don't put too many onions in there. Yeah. Uh, if you if you're gonna use like a lot of peppers, use different peppers. Don't use like you know all green peppers. Throw a poblano mm. in there. Throw a Italian finger pepper yeah. in there. Make sure to de-seed them though. Yeah. Yeah, I I forgot to mention the unique way you cut the the pepper up. I've never seen it, it again. That's that's the way I just do it. Yeah. It's well, probably yeah. wrong. No, no, because you don't want but the white worked. the white inside mm-hmm. of the pepper in there at all. So you no, that's the um. I want to. It's not cellophane, but it's like it's the membrane, yeah. and a lot of times that's where a lot of the heat is too. It, it's it is in the really? seeds, but the capsaicin itself is in that lining oh. a lot of it so you really like if i was using a habanero especially you you'd have to much. i would use a smaller knife and like really like make sure all that's out of there because yeah. even the skin is like really hot but like that part you get that on a like a cut you have on your hand yeah. jesus yeah. forget it yeah been there um, anything you want to wrap up with? Uh, Utterly ridiculous. May twentieth, twenty twenty one of this year. Brighton Bar. Brighton Bar. Yeah. Um, tickets are seven dollars. They'll be available at the door. Probably get an event bright going for that. Yeah. Uh, doors is seven. Show starts at eight. I'm gonna have a couple openers and a host to round out the time because I'm yeah. gonna do like it's it's gonna be longer than an hour. So I have the place. Uh. For like three hours. Nice. So I'm gonna, 
I mean, utilize that yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah. And if there's time left over, then good. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Because um, it, is, it is on a Thursday. But I have noticed that shows that are there, like most of the comedy shows that have been there on, on Thursday are very well attended. Yeah, yeah. Well, Brian St. John's doing that thing. Yeah, That's and been... like Friday, Saturday, Sunday tend to be like big, like touring band or like local bands. Yeah. But even now, man, but dude, those, those yeah. dates are filled. Also, if you're trying to get like a couple comedian friends out, maybe they're booked on something Friday and Saturday. Very true. Know? Yeah, yeah. Thursday, not not Thursday. really a huge comedy show day. Yeah, it's not especially like the local shows. I don't think anybody runs a Thursday. Yeah, for um, the city, that could be any day of the yeah. damn week. Yeah. But uh, if you're listening to this the day it comes out, tonight we will be at RTB, Dan Caprio hosting, I'm going to be uh, opening or guest spot. And... Oh, it's going to come out on that day? Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, that's the next one. Uh, Bob Levy headlining, uh, Elazar Guzman, hopefully not doing a, a Vinny Brand uh, length set. <laughs> uh, this guy right here, yeah. Tim Rager, Angela Sharp, and myself hosting. Yep, so come on out. Uh, I think tickets are $5 for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Thursday the 25th, uh, Scotty's Comedy Cove. Find everything on my Instagram. Uh, yeah, that's it. Who's headlining that, Bob Nelson? Uh, Lynette Palandino. Damn it. I think is how you say her name. Bob Nelson is the only comedian I listen to now. I don't know who that is. He's a guy who uh, comes out in a football uniform. Oh, all right. <laughs> so check out Bob Nelson opening up. And check out Dick Wolfberg. How many other comedians can I name from the early '80s? Probably as many as you want. Dick Wolfberg, not that bad. Dick Wolfberg. Yes. It's like a, it's a dick joke in sheep's clothing. I was in Cat's Deli on a quote-unquote date, uh, and we were going to a bunch of mics, and these two guys just were randomly talking to us and they brought they're like you have to listen to dick wolfberg's the funniest guy i've ever heard in my life i'm like slow down okay that's probably i even i think i even said it to guy. i'm like i doubt that <laughs> i i watched one of his hbo specials it's not my particular cup of tea the man is funny all right Dick and Wolfberg. I think Jerry Seinfeld even uh, was like praising this guy. Oh, I, was, I thought while. he was going to be so like, it's like this dude. <laughs> so he comes with like a random New Yorker's praise and Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. Which is what more could you ask for? Yeah. But wa he... watch Tim and I on YouTube instead. Don't yeah. watch Dick Wolfberg. Yeah. He has an HBO. He has multiple HBOs. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, oh, and Jerry Seinfeld, he's pretty good too. <laughs> I'm not. A, I, I love his show, but never really got into his stand up. So make sauce at home for date night. Or just for yourself. Sauce, not gravy. Sauce. Yeah, sauce. If you're you're lonely and you want to pretend you're on a date with your imaginary girlfriend that you just made up, and her name is Lisa, and she's pretty nice, she's attractive. That's what you tell your parents, at least. You, this is a great sauce for that night. All right, play us out, Tim. Tim's kind of dumb. Let's help him get smart. It's time to teach Tim yeah, stuff. Thank you for coming out and doing it. Mm. Thank you for the opportunity, man.